Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. Hello. What's new, Derek? Anything? Anything fun and exciting? <laughs> Anything exclusively in your brain that you can't tell any of us about? Yes. Well, we don't want to hear about it anyway. No. What's don't. new? What are you doing? <laughs> What's happening? I can't tell What's you. What's shaking? <laughs> you can tell us, but you have to kill us. Well, uh, last time we talked, I, I, I was going to go camping, and I did. With your new hammock. With new hammock. And uh, the site that we were on... Now, now for a normal hammock, how many trees do you need? Two. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have enough trees for a normal hammock. Really? One tree? There was one tree and a whole bunch of shrubs in my sight. If I wanted... I would Bring have, me a shrubbery! I would have had to hang it on somebody else's campsite. <laughs> and they had a problem with that? <laughs> well, I wasn't even going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> just like a wedding crasher <laughs> yeah don't mind me i'm just setting up my hammock here yeah. <laughs> go about your go about your business when we first got there the site that we had booked was so slanted we went back to the front gate and we said uh we can't use this site i don't even know why it is a site because it was so slanted anyway so we went back to the site to the front gate and they said well there's only one left and we moved somebody off it because it was flooded um I'll go take a look. <laughs> it's better. Than Unlike the slanted <laughs> one where the water just falls right, right off. off. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know how good you had it, my friend. Anyways, the one we did, we did take was the one that was flooded. The flooding was gone, but it was kind of muddy. So we parked right on the edge of the road. <laughs> and, oh, man. <laughs> you, could, you could see where people had gotten stuck on the campsite. <laughs> There's You're like, driving an RV, though. I know. I wasn't going to get it stuck. Four by four RV. No, I don't think it's four by four. <laughs> <laughs> Should make it. But anyways, it was uh, it was it was a very level site. Well, I, there was an indentation in the middle where water would pool. Right. But we didn't have rain. And it was very dry, so it had all dried up. So we took that one. It was sixty nine. And uh, there was one tree on it. One, one tree. tree. So one tree for one of the edges. Yeah. Your RV for a second of them. And through the woods to somebody through else's the woods RV. Through someone else's <laughs> RV. For the third one. I don't see the issue here. <laughs> Sounds like somebody was just lazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of shrubs. There's a <laughs> lot of shrubs. And we honestly, we thought we were going to be inundated by bugs. Yeah. It was so stinking hot that we didn't have any bugs. I never got bit once. It's because you stayed in the air conditioning, didn't you? No, we were. We went bicycling. We went for a bike ride. We went hiking. We found a lot of the trails. It, Ferris Perimeter Park has a lot of trails. It's really nice. Oh, a yeah? couple bike trails. and Kids are biking now, aren't they? Yes, they yeah. both are. So it's funny because Beckett's on training wheels. So he gets high-sided in mud puddles. Like <laughs> empty mud puddles. They're dry, but the, the tire just spins and he's he's hovering over the, the hole with his, <laughs> his, 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 his wheels on either side of the thing. So he's spinning away. He can't go anywhere. It's like, hey, hang on, buddy. And the rest of the family's <laughs> long gone. Come back. He's still there spinning yeah. his wheels. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> He's like getting so angry. <laughs> yeah, he's now, got a temper. <laughs> what what lake is there? Uh, it, we are on. It was on the Trent Severn. Oh, okay. okay. It's it's right at right at Campbellford. Oh, that's yeah. why I know it. Yeah, we saw somebody there because we were uh, swimming there. We we know people in Campbellford that we went camping at their farm. It's an ex dairy farm. Uh, and uh, they do a whole big um, sort of round round the wagons sort of thing so everybody brings their trailers oh, okay. and do a big circle yeah. and then 
um, we do like big community breakfast and that okay. sort of stuff, right? Yeah. And all the kids go off. That is the place. Number one, uh, we found out Hunter, our dog, gets very possessive of his water dish oh. because he wouldn't let any other dog. He's getting very aggressive with the other dogs, mm-hmm. like growling and stuff like that at him. When they wanted to come and take a drink out of the bucket. <laughs> and when we told him, we held him back so the other dogs could drink it. Oh. When they were all done, he walked up to the bucket and flipped it. Oh. Ooh, spiteful. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, we, we're all just like, well, okay. <laughs> Touch my water, <laughs> will ya? <laughs> yeah, we, we, he's, 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 I don't think we've ever seen him get aggressive with food or yeah. anything like that, except that one day with the water. That's crazy. Uh, the next morning, all the kids, we all had big breakfast, eggs, bacon, the whole meal deal. Mm-hmm. All the kids went out running and the dogs went out running and all the dogs were following my son Mackenzie around. Couldn't figure out why. He'd run left. All the dogs would go left. He'd Pocket run full right. of dogs. <laughs> Pocket full of bacon. Ah. He said, I was saving some for later. And there's like hair and there's like lint and everything. Because we called oh, him over. Oh, wow. That's Dude, awesome. What's what's in your pocket? Because all the dogs were like right there when he came over, yeah. right? And all the dogs are like right at his pocket. <laughs> yeah. And he pulls out this massive handful of bacon. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, we could have saved you some. Yeah, he's got this massive handful of like hairy linty <laughs> dirty bacon he ate it, he ate it anyways <laughs> well, he would have eaten it anyway be sitting there later what you eating bacon <laughs> <laughs> it's very chewy <laughs> and he wasn't all that old he, he must have been eight at the time i guess yeah. eight nine <laughs> that's hilarious yeah so way back then <laughs> <laughs> And now he's a college graduate. <laughs> <laughs> and he still keeps baking in his pocket, but, I assume? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as far as I know, I don't know. Uh, but no, we, we went to Ferris there for a day thingy because we're, we're swimming there. And it's got the little waterfall thing. Not really a big waterfall, but like yeah, one of the rapids thing. Yeah, where it comes off yeah. of the... Uh, the it, this is all shale. The whole area yeah, is yeah, shale. Yeah, so it's yeah. a shale ledge. Um, we saw somebody there and they were walking around with a cat on their shoulder, <laughs> going in the water, they're walking in the water and the cat was on their shoulder. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's why I remember How that. long ago was it that you were there? Uh, ages, ages. It's got to be at least 10 years. Because they've uh, fenced everything off. You're not allowed to swim there anymore. Really? Because the, uh. The place was packed with people it's swimming. A, it's a hydro project now. So right where the shale ledge is and the waterfall is, yeah, it's between there and the suspension bridge is a, uh, OPG has a uh, hydroelectric project, mm-hmm. 10, 10 megawatts, and they're doubling it. They're putting in a new turbine right now. It'll be running fall of 2019. And uh, so it's going to double it to 20 megawatts. So why have they closed it off to swimming? Because the, 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 the Trent Severn splits there. So the water comes from the Trent Severn Canal through the OPG uh, hydro project. Yeah. But the other route that goes over the shale ledge in that waterfall, that is the, uh, the water level control. And there's a headwater dam just upstream, about a kilometer. And so there's no warning. There's, they sound a horn, but uh, OPG has gotten really... They're, they've gotten really careful with their protectionism and they have, you see it on, on TV all the time. There's commercials and whatnot about stay away from, stay away yeah, from don't go boating. And yeah, exactly. So you're not allowed on the river anymore. They fenced it all off. Wow. How rippy is that? I know. 
And, oh, and not only that, it's uh, just below that shale ledge and near between the dam. It's the, the three corners. It's the uh, the suspension bridge, the hydro project, and the and the and the waterfall. Mm -hmm. The that most of that area is now protected for turtle and uh, turtle habitat. Oh, we counted and we probably missed a bunch because they were piled on top of each other. But we lost count at about 30, 35 turtles just sitting in one area. Wow, there's a we lot were... of turtles. We were coming back from our four-day canoe trip. And now, you know what? I'm all for people helping turtles out from the middle of the road. Mm -hmm. But when it's just around a bend, oh. and all of a sudden you got nine-ish nine cars coming around doing 70 kilometers yeah. an hour, don't walk out. Yeah. Oh, my God. These two women walked out and almost caused a massive pile-up. Wow. There was horns. There was screeching. There was like... Oh my God. And people yeah. were yelling at these women. Like, yeah. You know what? Okay. Yeah. I'm all for saving a turtle, but, but not at the risk of, not at life. risk of killings all these yeah. people. Yeah. Absolute hmm. stupidity. Wow. Absolute stupidity. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Like, you, you got to think before you do stuff like hmm. that. Anyway. So, what else? Anything else exciting happened on your trip? It was stinking hot. No bugs, no hammock. Was, am I missing so something? So it pretty much sucked. Well, no, it was really good. <laughs> it was really good. It was really good because both kids, like the kids are just, it's only been two weeks since they've been both riding bikes. So I'm, it's exciting. They're actually pedaling around and, and Stella, this is Stella's first year with no training wheels and she's doing really good. So it was really exciting. We were on trails. She, a couple times she, she's like, she would accidentally turn and go into the woods it's like whoa where are you going <laughs> <laughs> i'm ditching these suckers <laughs> that bike has a mind of its own <laughs> see you losers yeah jumps <laughs> we'd actually in initially we intended on bringing our canoe but uh, when we looked at the info for ferris provincial park they they're right so in the park it. literature it says no paddling no swimming yeah so i have bites mm -hmm. yeah it's unfortunate huh well we got up early, 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 early in the yeah. morning and we headed, I guess it's about four and a half hours up, uh, into the north end of Algonquin Park. Yes. Koshon or something? Yeah. And we paddled in a few lakes to Cochon Lake, which I guess in French is pig. Yes. Pig Lake. And, uh, we didn't see anybody for four days. That must have been awesome. We had the entire lake to ourselves. We did a massive canoe trip the one day, all the way down to Cedar, mm -hmm. um, and didn't see anybody. The bugs were pretty bad, and it's funny because I've only got one bug shirt. Yeah, I've never bought a second one, right? And I have I've never actually used it. You know the <laughs> the original bug shirt. Yeah, with the zipper, the the whole thing, right? I've got a bunch of them. I've never used it. I bought it just in case. Mackenzie's used it once, and uh, so I brought it along just in case. Well, the bugs were so bad, I, I passed it off to Tracy, and uh, she used it all weekend. But I'm sitting there walking around in, in a t-shirt. Yeah. And, I mean, you can see my arms. You would swear I've got... No bites. I got a nice tan, but no bites. Yeah. Her just covered I like I'm beginning to wonder if she was like scooping the bugs into the shirt it's not how a bug shirt works <laughs> keeps the bugs out you don't collect them on the inside <laughs> she is just her forehead was swollen at one point her oh, yeah. eye she got bitten in the middle of the night in the eye and it was oh, wow. a bit swollen 
her uh yeah her white cheek was like looking swollen and she's like yeah they would not leave her alone and um and they wouldn't go near you yeah i'm standing there and the only time they came near me is if i sit next to her <laughs> so i got another campsite and <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no we had our our new um our new oh, yes, marmot tent. limelight tent how'd that work out beauty yeah absolute beauty yeah, really, a lot of room. Yeah. It looks huge. I'm thinking, that's a massive tent. What's the weight? It was like six pounds. That's not too bad. No. Yeah. But it was huge. Yeah. Huh. yeah. And uh, we got a little, um, I don't know if you call it, a pull-out, extended little fold-out lantern. Yep. A, like with LED lights. Yeah. And there's a little hanger. You can hang it up in the middle. Okay. So totally enough light in the thing cool. we're really happy with that and uh what else we yeah we paddled in all day um it was overcast a bit breezy at time a little bit of what's less than drizzle mist yeah mist yeah misty. mist and yes yeah, so it was a bit misty a couple of times during the day we didn't see any wildlife or anything and we made it all the way in. It was a beautiful day to paddle in. Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit of a breeze just to keep some bugs away. Portages, yeah. the portages sucked huh. with the with the bugs. Oh, okay, the, yeah. the 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 start and the end, especially the end. Yeah. And we got to our site. Really nice site. Uh, set everything up. Um, so you th- stayed at one site the whole. We, yeah, yeah we just, stayed at one site. Just two to, nights, right? Yeah, uh, three nights. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, we set everything all up and whatnot. Oh. Box of wine. Did you know four liters is equal to like five bottles of wine? Yes. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I rarely drink wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I figured, oh, because you get the little, the little one liter ones or whatever they are. Yeah. But I guess the, the little Bach Tetra ones, right? Yeah, like a shot glass. And I said, why am I going to bring like three of those? Like when you got four in one box. Yeah. So I can set that right in the middle of the bar- the barrel, yeah. and then pile stuff around. Perfect. Not realizing how much extra. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we finished it. Oh we, yeah. We were troopers. <laughs> <laughs> we, we weren't bringing any of that home. <laughs> but I mean, you're sitting there, and you got the bacon wrapped beef tenderloins with fried uh, orange peppers and mushrooms for dinner. Then you get the Cajun chicken over the fire with uh, herbed rice and. Yeah. That for dinner the next night. And then you have rehydrated chili and bannock, which I did in my yeah. reflector oven, which I was not um, rushing this time. Because my reflector oven, for some reason, I'm always, it's done, it's done, it's done, it's done, it's done, it's done. And I end up screwing it up. Oh. This time I said, you know what? Just leave it. Yeah. And finally I tapped the top. It was, yeah. So I pulled it out, the, the little tray out. Flipped the bannock over, put it back in, let the other side cook it. Beautiful. Nice. And then it soaked up the chili and, <laughs> oh, mama, it was good. And, uh, yeah, wine for dinner every night. <laughs> and then some. Um, yeah, we did a long day trip. And then the one day, it's like, you know what? I'm just going to hang around the lake. Mm-hmm. And we sat and we read and we... Uh, really we dozed on and off not not didn't really have a big nap or anything yeah you'd be reading in the hammock and next thing you know you, you book is on your face <laughs> how'd that get there nice and relaxing you know? and then you're sitting there and you're reading sitting in the chair you're reading and you real oh my eyes were closed <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that right. wine. you know yeah, <laughs> that wine. yeah 
Um, so yeah, we didn't actually get in the canoe. We just hung around camp and had a really nice, relaxing day. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you know, with with the day to day stuff, you don't get to do that. Yeah. You know, when you're at home, you know, I'm just gonna sit and watch TV for that. But there's always you always know, start doing something. You mm-hmm. know? So up there, it's like you know, I'm just gonna sit and read my book, sleep in, read the book. We had some lunch. We had some you know breakfast, lunch. Then I got the fire going for dinner and stuff like that. And it was perfect. Then uh, Sunday, Father's Day, we came out and um, it was hot and humid. And for anybody that's done a portage through the woods, the humidity hangs in there. Yes, I know. It's just, yeah. It's hot, excessively humid, <laughs> and the bugs go, oh, spa day. And uh, you're walking down, and they're just they're just nasty, and they hang up under the the canoe, and just and it's, it's the thing is they're not biting, they're just buzzing around your head. Yeah, right. And this was Tracy's first big uh, canoe trip where she's actually portaging gear and stuff. Because mm-hmm. her first trip last year, we carried everything. Yeah. This year, she carried a fifty pound pack and uh, one trip, and then uh, you know uh, another bag the second trip. Uh, we just double portage because we were in a big hurry, right? And by by the end of the last portage, we were just so hot and sweaty from the humidity. <laughs> she pushed the bag down, looks at me and said, I've had enough of this. <laughs> Shh. Alrighty. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? That's what I, I told her. I said, you know what? That's no, at some point, Everybody Everybody's who's done a portage there. trip has said the same thing. Yeah. I've had enough of this, Shinola. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, but then, yeah, then it was just one one quick paddle across uh, Kiosk Lake there and uh, loaded everything up and yeah. off we went. Stopped for some poutine on the way home and tootled down, came home, pulled in, unloaded stuff. and Nice. Just in time for a nice steak dinner <laughs> for Father's Day. Nice. Got a nice bottle of Johnny Walker Black Label. Oh, from the kids. Yeah, from the kids, yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, then had to go back to work the next day. Aw. So Tracy thoroughly enjoyed her first real fully yeah. um, participating yeah. backcountry trip. <laughs> she wasn't just a, you know. That's awesome. Just sitting in the canoe doing some paddling. Yeah, she, and was, she participated. She, she did was participate the whole thing. You know, I'd cook dinner and... Uh, get the wood and stuff like that and then she'd wa- help wash dishes and that yeah. sort of stuff and you know so just tell me what to do when I tell her to do this and do yeah. that and that sort of stuff so yeah it was cool. a blast it was cool awesome it was absolutely so cool now she's hooked oh yeah now except for that one portage except for yeah, ex- except for the portage now she's right out and said I like going into a lake setting up camp and doing day stuff from there yeah I don't know that I'd want to have to pack up every day then go farther than set up camp then pack up and go and then set up camp. It they both have their merits. Yeah. They yeah. both have their merits. And it it's I, I kinda like doing both. Mm-hmm. It's I think it, yeah, if, if you if you're able to travel for a couple of days and have a rest day. Travel for a couple yes. of days and have a rest yeah. you gotta have that rest day if it's a big trip. Exactly. Know? And it also adds that it's it adds a lot of uh, pleasure to the trip because you mm-hmm. just you're able to actually sit, relax, you know, smell the flowers and yeah. enjoy your time instead of just constantly paddling and going. Although constantly paddling and going, it's uh, I kind of like that too. Like I like the really hard work trips. See, and the 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 route we were on when we were doing our day tripping, um, there was it was nice, easy paddling. Mm-hmm. You know, and there was a couple of small portages at like 135 meters and 
250 or yeah. no 345 that sort of thing so they weren't really massive portages yeah. either right and then you get in and you're just doodly do tootling around you're like checking out the scenery and looking for animals and we saw uh like a, a kill deer we saw some birds heard a lot of birds barred owls frogs uh what else scared a beaver oh yeah um seagull <laughs> a seagull red squirrel yeah we didn't see a whole lot of animals mm-hmm. but at five o'clock in the morning you would swear we were in the middle of a community center for birds oh yeah just it was so loud and there was you know they have that program you, you can download that app on your phone to identify bird calls and you oh. just you just hold it up and if if it can get a good reading off the bird call, mm-hmm. it would it'll tell you what it is. Cool. I never heard of that. Yeah, uh, Marcus, I think it was had it hmm. a few years back. That's neat. And it was like really cool because oh look, that's a whippoorwill or that's a chickadee yeah. or whatever, right? I don't. This thing, my phone would have melted. Like <laughs> there was more <laughs> kinds of birds going, you know, at the same time that it would have. There was blue jays and whiskey jacks and crows and chickadees and nuthatches and whatever else were just going nuts all at the same time <laughs> there was there was even a couple of birds i don't think i've ever heard before oh yeah yeah so uh, wow it was good though <laughs> we had a blast <laughs> yeah the, except for the the humidity on the the really last day there that that humidity yeah just killed but it was beautiful weather we could not have asked for better weather awesome so that's good yeah so that was our weekend yeah, yeah, it was a it was a good weather weekend. Like we we never we probably had very similar weather. Like we get didn't get any rain at all. It was just stinking hot during the day, and it was it was pleasant at night. Yeah. It got a little chilly at night. Yeah, it got it got cool enough to, to that yeah. you need to have your sleeping bag on. Yeah. Um, so and what was nice is that it was hot enough for, during the day to keep the bugs away, and then the temperature dropped enough to keep the bugs away at night. Mm-hmm. So it was it was great. I I never got bit one all, one time all weekend. Uh, I think Stella got bit about five or six times. Beckett, I don't think he got bit, and uh, I think Siobhan got bit like once. Yeah, this the one thing we did notice because when we coming off that portage, I'm thinking, you know what? When I get off this last portage, I am just going to throw myself into this water. Yeah, just oh. face plant and <laughs> sort of you know yeah. hold the arms straight out like a cross and fall and backwards. And I love doing that at the end of portages. But the pollen from the trees, there oh, was no. so much yellow pollen. It was disgusting. Uh, like you would have, I would have just stood up. It was on my pants and everything. Been yellow. When I was walking in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would have walked out yellow. Like somebody, <laughs> dude's got jaundice. You know? <laughs> um, it was just like, oh, I just looked at it. I'm thinking. Oh, that's unfortunate. That just sucks. But yeah. Well, it's the time of the year. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's just so much of it right now. Because that's one of my, like on a hot portage or a buggy portage, yeah. it's like you just, you get to the end, drop the canoe in the water and dive in and just get wet under the water, chases all the bugs away and cools mm-hmm. you off. And, and then you just keep paddling when you're soaking wet. It's just nice. Well, and that's exactly, you're, you're, you're walking into the water to, you know, drop the canoe in the mm-hmm. water and yep. to load it. And just the coolness on the feet and the legs and all that, you're just like, yeah. oh man, that was just, <laughs> and for June, you figure it's going to be colder, right? Some yeah, years it is, some years it isn't. Yeah. But there was just beautiful temperature and you're just like, oh man, just like your feet just felt great, <laughs> you know? And then you had to get out and paddle some more and stay <laughs> hot. And But yeah, if it wasn't for all that pollen. Yeah. Um, The one day 
that we decided we would sit and relax and read and stuff like that. Great yes. heart. <laughs> so I took this with me, and I know chapter 26, chapter 26 page, do, 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 do. There it is. Page 205. There is the remnants of a black fly. <laughs> Sorry. Page 207. There is a large. blood, a large <laughs> smear of blood left over from said black fly. Again, I apologize. <laughs> that is not the black fly's blood. That is my blood. <laughs> DNA mark. So, yeah. Evidence that you had. So, I have read this book. Want me to sign it for you? <laughs> no, it's okay. Sean's blood. <laughs> X black fly. <laughs> so, so you got quite a ways through it. I have like seventy pages left. You did more like in one weekend than uh, I did in the uh, year and a half that I had it. I know. It was what three hundred? Oh, three hundred and ninety-one pages, and I've only got about seventy pages left. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I wrote read like three hundred twenty-two pages basically in yeah three hundred pages in in uh, a day. Impressive. And um, yeah, once I get into it, I just start reading. Yeah. And just yeah. And, uh, you know what? It's it's divided into two books. The first book is the two men's journey, the Hubbard's journey, right? Yeah. This is his original journey. Yeah. And with the three of them going and what happened and the hardships, and it's the first book is like everything's hard, 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 hard. There's no let up. It's it's all just drama mm -hmm. the whole time. And then, of course, you know, they go into the Mina Hubbard's, his wife's journey. Yeah. With the two parties going separate ways. Separate ways. And hers, they make it sound like it's so, so much easier. Okay. And, and all, you know, oh, look at the waterfalls and the flowers. And <laughs> oh, look at this is great. And you're just like, oh, it's, it's, it's well written. I, yeah. I, I'm enjoying it. I'm almost done, you know, and uh, I'm not going to. Try not to give away any spoilers, um, but uh, you know what? I was yeah, I was really really enjoying reading it and the stuff that you're thinking. You're thinking, well, okay, you got these guys going this way and this way, and you're trying to match up where they are with where they are because there's a map in the front, a couple of maps okay, in the yeah. front, right? So okay, if they're here, he, here, and and there's a couple times in the second part on the Mina Hubbard route where one of the guys that was with her husband on his route. They climb this mountain and they can see. Well, that's where we did this, and that mountain over there is where we Picking did this. Out and the you other see route. They can see the other route. Yeah. So, it it's it, it's really cool to see how close Hubbard actually was. Mm -hmm. Now, for those who are listening, this is Great Hearts about a. It's the history of a Labrador adventure. So, these uh, these two guys they. They were running, they were doing a trek, they were doing a trip up a river in Labrador, Newfoundland There's three Labrador. of them. There's three of them yeah. the first time. Yeah, yeah. Leonid Leonidas Hubbard brought along Dylan Wallace, who is his best friend, and George Elson was a Métis guide. Yeah. And they were going up through Labrador, they wanted to head up to Angava, uh, find the George River headwaters. And oh, okay. Go all the way up, right? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's there's a, I I can't really tell tell you what happened. Yeah. Because it, it'll spoil the, the book, so everybody's got to go buy it and read it. Well, how are you supposed to do a book review of telling people about the book? It was a good book. 
Nice review. Go buy it. Go read it. <laughs> uh, no, you it was know what? good There's, reading. It was easy to read. It you know, flowed. It, it, oh yeah, it's yeah. really easy to read. It, it flowed really well. Um, but when you get to the end of one part, you realize where they made their mistake. Oh, okay. Their first mistake, which just threw everything off. You know, from that point on, if they yeah. had, if they hadn't made this one error, mm-hmm. this book would not be written. It would have just been. It would. There, Mina Hubbard would never have gone. Yeah. It would have been a total different book. Everything would have. History would have changed. Yeah. If they hadn't made one simple mistake. Hmm. And it changed the course of history. Changed the course of history. Yeah. So if you can go back and say, "Yo, Leonidas." <laughs> Here's what you're going to do. Don't do it. <laughs> we, would, we would not be having this book report this evening. Take the second right now, the Take, first. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, anyway, no, you know what? Good book. I got another awesome. about another 70 pages left. And uh, then maybe you can let it sit on your shelf until you decide to read in five or six <laughs> or 20 years. <laughs> See, when I go camping, it's with two young kids. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no really downtime. See, and, we, we always put our kids to bed, and then we'd sit around the fire and read or something. Just relax. Yeah. See, the kids go to bed at like eight, nine. Yeah. Actually, on the weekend, they've been they were going to bed around ten thirty. So, but uh, yeah, after they go to bed, it's like I'm just too tired to. You pee after, out the fire and then you go right. Yeah, it's just yeah. tired of chasing them all day, right? So, because you have to, it's especially in the backcountry, there's a little bit higher vigilance for young mm-hmm. kids like that because you don't want them wandering off into the lake or what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so well think about it next time yes great heart the history of a labrador adventure if i can tie them down i'll do it i'll read it tell them to read it to you <laughs> well you know what my what tracy used to do was um we would sit there in the evenings when because when our kids were little harry potter was just out okay the harry potter novels yeah. not the movies the the novels so we would sit there and read a couple of chapters every night around the fire oh, great, after dinner. Oh, kids and that stuff. Yeah. 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 So they would sit on either side of her and she would read a couple of chapters of Harry Potter. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And then we would like do something else or yeah. roast marshmallows or she would read while roasting mm-hmm. marshmallows, that sort of thing. So you could, here kids, listen here, daddy's got a I wonder a, if, they, a I wonder if they'd find that interesting. I don't know. Stella would. I don't know about Beckett. He gets rambunctious. And then they all died. Yes. Beckett would like that. <laughs> Beckett would find that interesting. Yeah. So, anyway, that's that was my weekend. Awesome. <laughs> what a great weekend. <laughs> I got um, an email. No. And everybody has to listen up <laughs> and pay attention. Ah, uh, yes. Because yes, there yes. is a contest that's yep. started. Unlostify mm-hmm. the, the new maps. Yep. Uh, everybody that knows uh, Jeff McMurtry. Uh, he's gone over and joined his buddy David and at Unlostify. Yep. And they are... What's David's full name? They call him Decky. They call him Decky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they are going to be giving away some of their maps. Mm-hmm. And what they're going to be doing is on our Facebook page, our Twitter, our Instagram. What else do we got? Is that it? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. We're going to be posting a little info picture. You have to like and respond and comment uh, or retweet in case of Twitter. Yep. And in your comment or reply, put which of their maps that you would like to win. 
Uh-huh. And then we will choose, out of everybody that likes, replies, comments, three people. One from Facebook, one from Twitter, and one from Instagram. Okay. To receive whatever map it is that they want. Yeah. And then out of those three winners, we will send those to David and Jeffrey, and they will put them in a pot with a bunch of other bloggers and social media people that have done the same thing as we're doing. Okay. And out of all those names, they're going to draw one name, and they will win a complete set That's of awesome. Algonquin maps that are coming out later this summer. Or, 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 can I? Can I? Can I win? <laughs> <laughs> are you on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook right now? I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so check out our stuff. Look, watch for our Facebook page because that's definitely where it's going to start. Uh, that's supposed to run from June twentieth, which was oh, that was yesterday, to June twenty seventh. If I got my days right. Today's nineteenth. Today's nineteenth. No, today's, today's Thursday. 19th, when you 20, listen to this, today twenty uh, first. Yeah, 20, 20, so it started 21st. yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you find that on any of our uh, social media sites, then do what you need to do. It'll say what you need to do. We'll say what you need to do, and uh, hopefully you can win. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. On that note, let's take a quick uh, break, and we're going to come back with an update from the Yukon. Hi, this is Dark Sprest. You're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. If you like what you've been hearing, you can find out more by checking us out at paddlingadventuresradio.com, as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page for our website, where all our podcasts are available for download or streaming. We love to hear from our listeners, so if you have a suggestion for the show or want to let us know how we're doing, please drop us a line. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome back. Uh, the last few weeks, we've been talking to John Van Berger of the Outdoor Kind, um, and he's on the Yukon Journey right now, which is a charitable expedition along the Yukon River for first responders. Uh, they're raising money for first re- North American first responders, and if you've been listening to the last few weeks, you know that the money, all 100% of the money goes to first responders. They've paid for the trip themselves. They're, they're paddling themselves, canoes, kayaks. Uh, there's um, a couple that are doing the, the whole route, there's, and they're picking up paddlers as you, they go along. So they're segment paddlers. Segment paddlers, yep. And uh, we've talked to them. Last time we talked to them, they were just south of Whitehorse uh, in the Yukon, and now they're, well, now they're way past they're up in carmax now so for week three i'd like to welcome john van berger back to the show how's it going john hey it's going great it's uh, good to talk to you guys yeah you're having a good, a good time up there yeah i mean it's it's the yukon river it's hard not to right um the scenery is uh it's spectacular i got a chance the last couple of times that i've been up here i've always taken the teslin river down to the yukon and so I missed Lake LaBarge, and I missed a section of the of the river called Thirty Mile, which is a lot of you know Gold Rush historic sites. But it's also one of the most beautiful sections of the river. So, you know, I finally got a chance to paddle that, and uh, yeah, it's it's spectacular. Awesome. We can we can hear a bit of the wind in the background, so it gives a little <laughs> bit of ambiance for yes, the day. Yes, authentic. <laughs> yeah, it's authentic. Yeah, it's, like. Yeah, and it, it, it's funny because it wasn't too bad before, and then when we start, you know, I, when I called you, uh, it just started picking up like crazy, and it's like, I wonder if this is what it's going to be like tomorrow. <laughs> Mother Nature wants in on the action. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> yeah, give the wind gods their due, or or they'll pay. You know, they'll make you pay for it tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, as, as I mentioned there, um, you were just south of Whitehorse last week when we talked. Yeah. Um, so um, you made apparently you made it through Whitehorse. Made it through Whitehorse. Uh, crazy day. Um, got in through there and then out to. We camped a little place called Egg Island, which is kind of a, a cool place, and um, just just relaxed there, and then got up early the morning to go out and, and uh, tackle a barge. And that's the one you were thinking was going to be a fantastic, nice as glass the entire <laughs> way, nothing spectacular. Yeah. Here's a couple of things. <laughs> First, <laughs> um, I was hoping for that, um, and. You know, what's really funny is when we actually got out to it, it was. Like, it was beautiful, perfect, you know, it was amazing. And um, the, uh, oh, I'd say maybe about, about to the halfway point, then it, then it turned ugly. <laughs> so then we, started, <laughs> then, we had, then we had some work to do. Um, but, yeah, it was... Uh, you know, it's it really is a beautiful lake. My concern with it is, you know, kind of with with these people on the trip with me is, you know, my first concern is getting everybody safe off, you know, the lake. Right. Because there's stories about the, you know, the wind just whipping up immediately. Like you'll be, you know, paddling along, you'll see some white caps out in the middle, and then all of a sudden it just spreads, and you've got six foot waves. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we got down there. We were we were pretty lucky. Uh, and it started getting kind of nasty toward the end of our first day. So we found a protected cove, um, you know, had, uh, it's funny. I took a couple of pictures around the, you know, campfire and eating that night and everybody's just kind of looking at the water going like, Oh God, what's it going <laughs> to be tomorrow? <laughs> um, but, uh, we got up, we had a bit of wind and, uh, we pulled out those, those wind paddle sails again. And, um, you know, outside of the sort of the recreational aspect of those they really helped us get across there um and when the waves got bigger it allowed us i think to continue on when otherwise we may have had to pull off to be totally honest so i'm i'm uh i'm now a firm believer of these um they're pretty amazing <laughs> yeah you, you were talking about them before as they were uh, scaring you a bit because they just kept picking up <laughs> speed and more and more speed so, right, right. So how does um, the speed we, go with the waves? <laughs> well, <laughs> it keeps you in front of <laughs> some of them, which is good. <laughs> but the weird thing, you know, the funny thing was, is, and for, you know, like, real true sea kayakers out, you know, in the ocean and stuff, they're probably like, oh, this is no big deal. But, you know, we'd have these, these sets of these big waves come in behind you and either crash over you or lift you up and then <laughs> and then crash over you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, for a... Uh, for a mostly quiet water and river guy, it was it was pretty thrilling for me. And I'm sure everybody else just absolutely loved it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know the we uh, we got down to the the second day, and you know so we've got like half the lake to go, and we got about you know three quarters down to the three quarter point, and the waves started getting big, and I had one that just pushed me into uh, pushed me into a cove. There was there was really nothing I could do about it. And um, so Emma and Tak were in the canoe and uh, they had the, the sail up. And as they kind of came around the bend, I waved them in. And 
And I mean, like, immediately, Tuck jumped out of the boat, ran above the water line, and started picking up driftwood to start a fire. And I and he's a fire guy. Like, he's the campfire fire guy, right? Which is cool. Everybody's just, got one. <laughs> yep. Um, but it just seemed like, what's going on? And and went to talk to him, and he was near hypothermic, if not oh, hypothermic. Wow. Um, you know, that water is so cold. And he was in the bow of the of the canoe. And, you know, it's 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 hitting those waves pretty hard. And um, he was soaked. And so he started a fire and just started kind of peeling off some of the clothes, uh, the wet clothes to get warm. And uh, we were there for, I don't know, till he warmed up. I mean, it was just one of those things. It's like, okay, um, you know, we just have to stop now. This is, you know. Um, yeah, there yeah, comes a just, point. It's a safety thing. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and, and you don't, you, it's it's just kind of one of those things where where it can go from I'm kind of cold to oh we've got a real problem now yeah you exactly know? yeah so, so we absolutely wanted to make sure he was okay well you know what in a long trip I mean this is just beginning of your trip realistically you still got a long way to go so you might as well make sure everybody's still healthy and happy and you know how to deal with uh, problems that arise right off at the get go right. yeah well you know we're only like you know a little over 300 miles into the trip and then you know roughly 2,000 so. Yeah, so we absolutely, and we're, you know, we're trying to, like, we're in CarMax now, we're trying to pare down gear, we resupplied food, um, you know, kind of doing some of that stuff, and, and uh, but yeah, it's a long trip, so we want, we want to make sure everything's okay. So are you getting, are you finding there's stuff that you really don't need on the trip that you can just drop off and pick up later, or? Well, it's, you know, we, we brought so much photo and video gear, and the thing is, you know, when you're out here, the conditions are such that, you know, things things break right yeah. and and things get gummed up and everything so we have basically duplicates of everything and and you know we've got uh we've got a lot of weight in the canoe and so we're going to try to try to leave some of the stuff it's just trying to figure out which stuff you know is is the is the best to leave if you will you right know? yeah yep and then so that's kind of the part of the process today and, and we also met our next uh, segment paddler dan aubrey um, so that was good, you know, and get a chance to meet with him a little bit before we head out on the water. And how long is Dan with you? Dan's with us until Dawson City, so the next, uh, what is it, uh, seven to nine days, I think. Okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah, but, uh, good guy, he's from Wales, uh, very funny, and, uh, yeah, yeah, we're excited to have him here. Yeah, and you're at the, uh, coal mines campground right now in, in CarMax. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, this is, you know, I've stayed here every time I've been here. We've always met cool people here. Um, Sam and Dale, uh, are the owners, are just really, really nice. Um, they've always been helpful with us storing gear here, and particularly on this trip when we told them what we were doing, you know. Right. So, um, yeah, they've been awesome. And, and like I said, every time I've been here, I've met, you know, just really cool people because it really is a crossroads. You know, CarMax is a crossroads town. And so you have people coming through in the water. You have people coming through on the road. Um, it's a cool place. Awesome. Yeah. Now, after Lake LaBarge. Yes. Uh, I remember something about uh, the wreck of the Klondike. Yeah. You know, we had uh, we had one day where I got to see two really incredible historic sites. One is my is maybe my favorite on the Yukon. It's Shipyard Island, and there's an old uh, steamer up on up on blocks. And uh, it's coming down, and in the five years I think since my first trip up here, you can—it's noticeable that it's, 
you know, it's weather is taking it apart. Okay. But um, but you know, still just to see it and and to to look through it, it's you know, you go back and you grab a hold of the rudder and the rudder still moves. You know, uh, those huge rudders. You know, those triple rudders that they had on those old steamships. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's just really cool. And, and we took a lot of footage there. It's a piece of history. And, um, yeah, yeah, and it's you know it's 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 the kind of thing too. It's just it's just in the woods, mm-hmm. and so I, I met a couple of Swiss guys when I was up here last time, and they didn't know it was there. They didn't have a, a current guidebook, and so and one guy got out and he's stretching his legs and he sees the trail and he walks it, and all of a sudden he sees this big steamship up on blocks, <laughs> <laughs> and so you know he comes running out. He's like, hey, 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 come in, you know, and uh, that's pretty cool. Um, but the one for me that was really exciting this time was the was the Klondike. Um, is an old steamship, and uh, it wrecked in uh, the early part of the 20th century. It wasn't you know like Gold Rush um, steamship, but uh, it went down, and uh, the hull of it is still out there. And when I've been up here before, the water level's been too high, so I could never see it. So this time, not only got to see it, but we we worked our way over to it and. Um, you know, fought a little against the current to get there. It it was worth it though. Uh, we got we got in and we're able to actually get up on it and take a few photos and stuff. So, oh, that's cool. cool. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to see it, it's a, you know, and it's a national historic site. So, mm-hmm. pretty cool. That's cool that you're you're doing this uh, trip and you get to see some little do some personal things along the route as well, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and and like we did a long day the day we came in or day before we got into Carmax. You know, it was like. I don't know, 50 plus miles or something. And, uh, but it was, you know, what was kind of fun about it was like, oh yeah, that was the campsite I stayed at with Mark and, you know, where I caught the grayling. And this was the, you know, we saw the moose here and, you know, it's just those little things too that are now personal from the other trips, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's the Yukon. <laughs> yeah, and when you start talking and say, oh, yeah, we saw a moose here or we saw something there, then everybody's getting excited and saying, oh, maybe we'll see a moose or yeah. a bear or something like that. You know, it's yeah. kind of fun that way. And, and you know, the thing about it, the thing I love so much about the Yukon and, and Alaska, too, is that it's like this, you know, I tried to describe it to somebody once. I said it's like this magical place because anything can be around the next corner, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're anything around that next turn on the road, around the next bend of the river, I mean, you know, we we came around one and there was a a cow moose with a little calf, and I mean, you know, just a just dropped little calf walking along the the river bank, and it's just like so cool, you know? Yeah, just so cool. That's so yeah, definitely it's just, so. Yeah, it's a, the possibilities too. You yeah. Know? So what I, what I find interesting is that like if you do your research, there's so much history. You're like traveling through history the whole route. There's all these yeah. little these little uh, you know riverside towns and crossroads and stuff like that. And it's I think it's just it's really interesting and impressive to hear as you journey through all the stuff that you're rediscovering on the journey. Yeah. And and as yeah. well as like every turn, there's like you know animals or whatever else to di- new discover, right? Yes, yeah, it's, it's yeah. you know, and and like we're trying to post a lot of that stuff on InReach when we can, you know, um, and just to to kind of note things where they happen or whatever along the way. Um, so if anyone follows along or goes to our website, they can find that tracker, um, you know, and see some of that stuff. It's, um, but it's yeah. There's I mean. And, 
the other piece here too, you know, and it's it's really funny is because you you start to think, God, I've seen all of this stuff and everything. What am I missing? Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, like like you know, when when you see people's reports about like seeing you know um, wild cats up here, you know, for example, and they're talking about a, a, a lynx or something like that, uh, bobcat, whatever. Um, but they talk about them being just inside, right, along yeah. the willows or something. And they see them when they generally when they stop someplace. But when you're going by on the river, you know, generally you catch those things with motion, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it does beg the question of how much am I missing? <laughs> yeah, what's just through the, the, the reeds or what? Yeah, in the bushes. Right. Like, there, I'm yeah. sure there's a lot more animals seeing you than you see them. Absolutely. That's a good way to say that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and the other day it was like, hey, if we haven't really seen much, we, you know, kind of go down around a corner and there's a bunch of, they, again, they were high up on a hillside, so I couldn't see, you know, what kind of sheep they were, you know, but yeah, there's a bunch of sheep up on the hillside and, you know, again, just cool stuff. <laughs> cool stuff you don't see in Marshfield, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That you know of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Roving band, Rovi bands of wild mountain goats in Marshfield, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger things, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you've been to Marshfield then. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw a picture of Emma and Tack uh, in the canoe. And behind mm-hmm. just the scenery, and I, I, all I'm doing is I'm thinking it's like wow, mountains yeah. in the back, all snow-capped mountains and everything, and absolutely yeah. beautiful. Yeah, you know, and it's it's changing now. So there's we've gone from that really spectacular snow-capped stuff now to these um, layers of green, and um, so you know it's the greens of the the different uh, conifers up here, and you know you got the the poplar, and it, it's just really. Um, still really beautiful different kind of beauty but just still really beautiful you know yeah uh one of the tags you put on your inreach uh map there was big salmon site and it said you, everybody everybody stops there on their trip yeah through. yeah we every time we've gone through we've stopped there and and went in and uh you know shot a little bit of uh, footage in there it's an old uh it's a first nations um trading and fishing site and it has been for you know forever and so um, there's some old uh, there's some old buildings in there. Um, it's it's just a cool little place to go, and you know it's kind of one of those things that um, cements you in your place and time. But but in modern too, because somebody put up a you know a, a small shack recently and had the you know the fish drying racks outside. So oh, it's so still it's being not used. abandoned. Right, right. There's abandoned you know buildings there, but it's the site overall is still being used, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah. No, yeah, the the rum bottles and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, can't let that pass. Something about rum bottles. <laughs> yeah, you said you left... Yeah. There's a site markers where people leave stuff? There is a there is in one of the, the cabins there, there's a, like, um, a little uh, shelf. And it seems that everybody that goes through and enjoys the libation and leaves a bottle or a can there or something somebody cleans it out so it's you know it's probably creating problems for somebody um, but it's it's uh it, it's it seems to be a tradition it's probably some kid going in there grabbing all the bottles and taking them to the liquor store for the refunds that's right that's right hopefully i mean that would be me <laughs> 
<laughs> it's got a long way to go to the closest liquor store, but you know, that shows ingenuity. Yes, <laughs> shows gas money. <laughs> uh, Mandana Lake Fire. Yeah, um, you know, and we, we stopped at the site of, of the fire, um, and interestingly enough, there is a campground there at Mandana Creek, and this is this, this is the place that I guess basically started our started the Yukon journey. This is where the big fire was five years ago, as my friend uh, Mark Johnson and I were paddling by. So, you know, the fire was literally burning down the mountain, and search and rescue came out. Uh, they were out in boats. The the helicopters were up. You know, the the wildland firefighter crews were out working. Um, you know, all of this was was in this particular area because of the Mandana Lake fire. So we got out and it was a really, really windy day on the river and some, you know, as fast as the river's going and it can be five to seven miles an hour, you're still working really hard to keep going down the river um, with the winds. And uh, we thought, well, let's, let's try to see if we can find a good campground and then we'll hit the, the fire site in the morning. Campgrounds didn't really work out. So we, we stayed right down there was a camp in the fire site and uh amazingly the fire did not touch the site wow <laughs> so so we set up camp and and talk said hey come here look at this and we walked oh probably 40 meters back from the campsite mm -hmm. and and the the all of the trees and everything were just laid out in front of us all the burnt trees and the down trees and um you know and then the undergrowth from you know, five years of, you know, mosses and flowers and everything as it's regenerating, coming back. That's quite the sight, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And, uh, you know, if you want to talk about mosquitoes, by the way, we can, <laughs> this would be an appropriate time to mention that subject. <laughs> Three feet between the eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and we both, we both ended up getting footage of, you know, we were out just shooting each other out, out in this area so we can kind of get, you know, the view of it and the scale of it and everything and both of us ended the day with shots of, of we're like swatting at mosquitoes it's like oh. okay let's get out of here let's get out of here <laughs> it's, yeah it's it's, um, uh, it's been that season here as well <laughs> that's it okay yeah okay so you feel the pain then yes. oh i don't but others do <laughs> <laughs> and how have you avoided that i have no idea when i was a kid mosquitoes and black flies loved me and uh -huh. uh, I was on a four-day canoe trip this past weekend, and uh, uh, the person with the bug shirt had mm -hmm. many, many bites, and okay. me, the person without the bug shirt, had a few. <laughs> so, like, how so does that work? Mos <laughs> mosquitoes have a sense of humor, and they just went after the guy with the bug shirt to piss him off. Precisely. Yeah, pretty, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They saw the beard and say, let's not mess with that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was. Um, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Um, yeah, so the mosquitoes is usually brought out with the heat and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But yep. what's the weather been and like? It's warming up now. Um, so, you know, the mosquitoes are one part of that, but the 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 more noticeable part is actually the rivers starting to come up now, and uh, starting to move a little faster. You're starting to see a lot of logs and other debris in it. So it's it's uh, you know melting the snow caps right um up high and it's bringing everything down with it so you know but uh you know it's it'll give us a little bump going in dawson so we don't mind that too much mm -hmm. 
You just have to keep your eyes out and yeah for yeah. surges and stuff. Yeah. Yep, and you know we'll go through. Uh, we'll leave tomorrow, and uh, we'll go through Five Finger Rapids tomorrow, and um, so that should be fun. And a little bit more water in there, a little bit more fun. Well, I'll give you a little bit of fun going through there. So, oh, yeah. uh, are oh, yeah. you guys uh, supplementing your food by fishing? Like, are you catching much? Um, you know, Tak is the only person that bought a license. Um, oh. And he, he ended up, he's not been fishing much. We've been, you know, we've been pushing pretty hard on the oh, river. Okay. And uh, he just picked up a northern pike the other day. But here's the great thing, okay? So Tak actually, back home in Japan, really likes to cook. So he bought uh, a Tupperware of miso that was down in the bottom of the blue barrels. And uh, he filleted up the pike, put it in the miso, let it sit for a few days, um, and um, pulled it out today and uh, breaded it and cooked it, and it was fantastic. Oh, yeah? I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of pike, but oh yeah. my god, was it good? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of pike either. Like my last time I had it, I said it was sort of the consistency of mashed potatoes and the taste of sawdust. Um, but I guess it's, it's all yeah. on how you prepare it, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and he's a good cook, you know, so he, he knows what to do. Awesome. That's a bonus. Yeah. That's a bonus to have on a long, especially on a long trip yeah, no like kidding. that. Like food can make, can really make or break. Like yeah. when, when things get down, when the weather gets rough, when everybody's getting tired, like food can just perk people up. Yeah, it really can, you know, and uh, so that's, you know, I think all of us too, we were making jokes and when we were in the boats coming toward CarMax, everything we looked at was, was factored into cheeseburger time. Um, <laughs> exactly. Like, the campground has a little restaurant with it and, and like a, you know, a, like a little dining area and wireless and so you can power up your devices and stuff. and. And so we're, we're like paddling down and there's an island in the middle of the river or, or coming into a bend. You're like, okay, do we take the left channel, which is marked on the map as being preferable? Or do we take the right channel because we'll get cheeseburgers faster? <laughs> <laughs> so you're not exactly completely roughing it. Well, no, no, not certainly not today, you know, and not today and last night. I mean, I, I took my first shower, you know, and that, God, was that nice, by the way. <laughs> shower? What's that? <laughs> you know, it's, we we're making jokes. It's like, Jesus, I smell like ass and ass and armpits. I gotta, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> so I never even thought of it. What's the water temperature like? So you guys, it must be a little bit too cold to, to, to swim and stuff? Uh, it's actually Emma's taken a couple of dips in the water, um, but it's it's cold. It's got to be you know, I mean because it's again it's snow melt and stuff yeah, coming exactly. off. So you know it's it's got to be what four or five something like that. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's, it's cold. Yes, very refreshing. Refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So so you know I've I've uh, chosen not to go that route. I figured smelling <laughs> bad was better than you know getting hypothermia so. <laughs> hypothermia or stink your choice yeah. that's right Sad, sadly for my camping companions i've chosen the stink yeah oh well you gotta do what you gotta do buddy so when it comes to that's water right. quality what what kind of water quality are you finding like are you having to let water settle before you even filter it or right now we don't have to okay. um the water up, the, the water is, is just this beautiful turquoise color. We've had a couple of streams come in and bring this, you know, the debris. So right now it's not um, real clear. 
Um, you know, and down in the lakes, I mean, you can just look down and see, you know, see forever. It's beautifully clear there. Um, but now when we get to when the White River comes in, and that will come in this next week before we hit Dawson, we're going to have to mix the water with alum uh, even before we can filter it because the glacial silt is that heavy. So all the rock right. dust and stuff, all the rock flowers is starting. Yeah. To, yeah. Yep. And it's it, it really is. It, it changes the nature like... You know what I what I should do is I should find a like a before and after picture when I get to Dawson and post oh, absolutely. it of before and after the you know the White River because you I mean you, when you're paddling those southern lakes it's <clears throat> it's some you know you can just look down and you wonder how far is that <laughs> um, and uh, then you get up here and you know once the white hits you can't see anything and um, you know it's you can hear the the silt against your hull of your boat yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, so it's, yeah, it, it changes the nature of the river pretty dramatically. Well, hopefully it doesn't hinder you. No, I don't think so. I It'll mean, just be a little bit know. more time it takes to, uh, to make water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we, I've got a chemist friend who sent me some, some information on the proper way to mix alum. And there is, it's actually more, much more complex than just, you know, throwing a teaspoon in, uh, um, which is kind of, you know, my approach to everything. Eh, eh, <laughs> add a little bit more. Okay. Ditto. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he, he sent us this very specific stuff and, uh, and he's actually out using that too. Um, Gary DeCock, and I mentioned he and his wife, Linda, they're doing a charity paddle down the Missouri river right now. Um, oh, okay. It's not the so, same one that does the quiet water symposium, is it? It's very same ones, in fact. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thought I recognize the yeah. name. Yep. Um, and so they're they're out there um, doing that now. So um, I haven't had much of a chance to, you know, like we have a limited connectivity up here, so I haven't had a chance to kind of check in and see where they're at. But I know they're doing, you know, their paddle, and they've got the inreach going and everything too. So um, hopefully they're having as much fun as I am right now. Uh, no one's having as much fun as you are. <laughs> hey. well, and, and and by the way, we got, you know, resupplied with Yukon beer today. So oh, that's you know, what I'm saying. About, <laughs> yeah, in about an hour or so, that's going to be true. <laughs> and your cold sounds like it's gone. The first two times you called us, you had a bad cold. Yeah, it's, uh, it's there a bit. But, you know, I keep thinking vitamin C doesn't work with it. So it's kind of like. Okay, well, an IPA. Yeah, I'll just have another IPA. And that's the way awesome. it seems to be working. <laughs> Whatever's going to work for you. That's right. That is right. So, so we should be talking to you in about another week for the okay, update good. number four. Yes. And you should probably yep. be in Dawson at that point. Yes. And so... I will, as we have discussed previously, be calling you during the daytime in Dawson. Not after hours, not in the evening, not after <laughs> not a couple <laughs> bevies. Right? Right? <laughs> when I'm, you know, um, fresh-faced and, you know... Bright-eyed and bushy tail. For example. <laughs> That's it. That's it. There's been stories. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, hey, hey. Speaking of... Speaking of stories and such, I'll right. share this little one with you guys, okay? Okay. Before we sign off here, so Jan listened to, uh, I think it may have been two ago, right? Mm -hmm. um, two of the podcasts ago, I think roughly. 
And you guys were making jokes about her getting stranded out in the middle of nowhere. Did oh, you, yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, some vote we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Huh? Makes... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was you were going to be in so much trouble. <laughs> no, no. Do you remember I, what I that don't was? I think that's who is going to be in trouble. <laughs> so, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. She said, I listened to the podcast, and I said, yes. And she said, I want those guys' numbers. <laughs> and I said, really? She says, they have so cursed me to break down out there that I'm going to call them immediately when it happens. Oh, Derek will be on his way lickety-split. You'll have a couple of canoes on the roof. You'll be driving a tow truck with a flatbed. <laughs> well, she's pretty convinced that you guys are going to be the ones now that have to make all the arrangements to get her out of trouble. So awesome. I just want you to... Just want you to know that, um, you know, <laughs> one of your faithful listeners is, is uh, asking for your phone numbers now. So Uh-oh. that's <laughs> awesome. We're just popular yeah. now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yep. 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 Not only so, will we curse your trip, but we'll help you out with the jam when you're in it. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's just how we are. <laughs> you guys are givers. That's what it is. You're givers. We're, we're a keeper. Uh. <laughs> so yeah. So we'll uh, but we'll give you a shout from Dawson, and um, yeah, and I hope everything goes well back there for you guys. Well, we're everything goes swimmingly here. I mean, we're stuck yeah. in a big city with all the free beer you can drink. Oh no, wait, we got to pay, pay for it. It's just cold, it's and free. we can get it any time we want. It's free for Sean. Oh, I deliver every Sean, week. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just to go over, if anybody wants to follow you guys, yukonjourney.org. They can follow your progress because there's a little segment there that says follow us on your in reach. And there's also yep. a donate button if people want to donate some uh, money towards the first responders that you're you're raising the money for. Yeah, and we just we just topped uh, I think like a $500 amount in there. We'd sure like to get that dollar figure up. Um, you know, and I'll say this too. I mean, you know, we were joking before about like you know a penny a mile is like 20 bucks for this or something, and it's really nothing if you're you know because it's going to first responders who you know help us a lot, but. You know, the other thing, too, if anyone with a business out there is listening, you can certainly put the, put the donation in your business's name, and there's a little tagline where you can write basically whatever you want below it. Mm-hmm. Now, I should amend that for you two. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you two can write almost anything you want below it. No. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I, but I will let you know that, you know, my wife does look at that, so if she sees your names, Uh-oh. you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, now we got to be creative. Now is that Jesus or Tito? That's right. Your alter, your alter evil twins. That's right. So, but uh, yeah. So if anyone wants to donate, we we sure appreciate it. It goes all goes to first responders. We don't keep anything, and uh, yeah. So uh, any 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 little bit helps. You you know, there's no minimum donation amount. There's no maximum either, so you know, get creative. <laughs> I just throw whatever, whatever you got. That's right, that's right. We'll so. take it. All right, so that's yukonjourney.org. All the information is there. All the uh, information on John and Emma and Tack and Dan and everybody else that is going to be joining them on the trip along the way. Uh, their entire route is on there and a whole bunch more. So, John, thanks for yeah. uh, coming on again this week. 
and hopefully yeah, this next week is me. good. Yeah, yeah, it should uh, should be great. And uh, again, seriously, thanks for having us. We, we really enjoy doing this. Absolutely, we enjoy it. Love it too. We'll, okay. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, guys. Take care. You do. Hey, this is Sean Rowley, and you're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. To find out more about us, check out our website, paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Current and past episodes of our podcast can be downloaded or streamed from iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page of our website. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, we would love to hear from you. So drop us a line on Facebook or our website. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome back. So if you are out and about at the bookstore, buy Great Heart and read it. I think you'll enjoy it. Oot and a boot. Oot and a boot. And check out our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages for the Unlostify map getaway that uh, David Kim and Jeff McMurtry are holding from uh, Unlostify maps. Uh, they're pretty good maps. I've, I've really enjoyed them. And what else? The Yukon Journey. Yes. Hopefully we can connect and do episode four next week. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty cool. Right? I want to fly out and join on the uh, part of the journey. I just can't take that much time away from work. Tell me about it. Uh, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find all our previous episodes, including this one, on iTunes, Google Play, and Player FM, or the Paddling Adventures Radio episode page on paddlingadventuresradio.com. And I think that's about it. Yes, another successful week. Hot diggity. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Sprecht. We'll see you next time. <laughs>